Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Wednesday, September 29th, and it is hump day. Although maybe we have to readjust that hump day uh, because I don't know. People are working on the weekends all the time now, right? And Mark, what day do you start to feel like, ah, it's a relief. What's the day of the week that you like to look forward to? You like Thursdays. Because once we're done on Thursday, then we got a nice few days. You don't have to hear my voice quite as much. It must be a great relief for you. Uh, Thursday and Friday, Mark's young son, his two-year-old is, is in, I don't know why they call it school. What did they used to call it? I think they used to call it like pre-kindergarten or play school or what do they call it? Nursery school. That's what I went to. I went to nursery school. I went to a place called, you ready for this? I have no idea what it means. Pengilly. <laughs> Pengilly. All right. Um, so let's get Mark through the day so he can get to Thursday, his favorite day, which leads to Friday, my absolute favorite day. Love Fridays. We are very grateful that you are joining us. And we hope that if you have some sort of financial issue in your life, that you contact us. The way you can do that is you can send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Or if you're on our website, if you're on the jillonmoney.com website, there's a little contact button. You click it, send us your question, and tell us whether or not you would be willing to come on the air. That is what Charlotte did. Charlotte is on the line from Washington State. Welcome, Charlotte. Is it started to snow yet? I know it's September. Could be early. No, I'm just kidding. How are you? I'm good, thanks. No snow yet. A little bit of rain. <laughs> mm. When does it not rain there? Um, a few days in the summer. That's rough. Um, okay, now, Charlotte, what's on your mind today? How can we help you out? So I am actually um, have a question about my grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, she is 81, and she didn't really have a good financial education. She didn't know anything about investing, retirement, savings even. Um, so at the point she's at now... She has a little bit of savings from selling her house and she gets a small social security check each month. That's gonna run out. So my overall question is what do we do when she runs out of money and what should we do between now and then? What is the amount of social security that she receives? It's 1,000. 
$1,000 a month. Okay. And what are the proceeds from the sale? There's about 80000 left. And is it in the bank right now? Yes. Okay. And what are the costs for her? What What is she, you know, is she living with somebody? Is she living on her own? Where is she in her dwelling situation? She's on her own. Her rent is about 1400 and then her utilities are under 100 Okay. So let's just call it, so $1,500 a month plus she has to eat. You know, that does, does help to survive, yes. <laughs> right? She needs about $2,000 a month? Um. Yes, that's probably close to what she needs, but she is spending a little bit more than that. Um, for any particular reason, you think? Um, well, she kind of has a shopping addiction. Um, so it's, it's things that she doesn't need, but I don't think it's realistic to try to stop her from doing it. Right, right. Well, you're not going to, you know, put her, put a, um, some sort of lock on her computer or whatever she's doing. Okay. So is it possible, dare I ask, that she can move in with a relative? No. Ooh, sounds like my mother-in-law, Mark. Remember when, when, after my father-in-law died, Charlotte, I was, you know, she was like, well, no one wants me to live with them. None of my children. And I sort of, snottily said to her maybe if you were nicer someone would ask you (laughs) (laughs) there's a little bit of that there's there's i i have a two-story house that she can't do the stairs and i have a baby and there's just too much going on i understand i'm not asking you to do it i mean there's probably a lot of grandchildren and there's probably children well let's talk about the children for a second so you're the granddaughter tell me who else is alive and in your grandmother's life how are there are there kids she has two kids, um, but they're not on speaking terms. Oh, brother. And what about you? You have siblings? Yes, I have a brother, and I'm uh, kind of trying to take care of him, too. So he's not. Oh, my God, help. Charlotte. I don't, I'm, I'm praying you work for Microsoft, but I'm, be- I'm guessing you don't. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. So it's, it is a, um, a, you know, it's kind of a crappy situation, obviously. Um, She's going to blow through her money, and at which point she'll probably qualify for um, assistance, some, for some food assistance at the very least. She might qualify for Medicaid now, but it's an offset with Social Security. You know what I mean? Like there has to be – I don't know whether the Medicaid would be more than the Social Security retirement income. Um, so here's what I think you're going to have to do. First of all – you got to figure out the food assistance stuff, like SNAP program, right? That's the nutrition program. You see, all these federal programs that are available have, you know, a minimum amount of money you're allowed to actually have in savings. You don't have to spend every single dollar, all right? But we have to see whether Medicaid would give her some more money than Meta, than her Social Security, and even if it's just a I don't know, like a couple thousand versus a thousand. She just makes it. That would be uh, important. Is she also in the state of Washington? Yes. Okay. So I think you're going to have to go and sort of check out some of these programs and figure that out. In the meantime, the normal path that that would occur is that you go into, you know, one of these places, you go into an office, you go into, because all these programs are kind of state they run through the state, right? And you've got to figure out, 
you say, here's a situation. Here's how much money she has. Here's, you know, she's going to end up with, you know, by the end of the year, it'll be, you know, 70,000. Next year, it'll be 50,000, you know, and we don't want her to be like a race against death. You know, we want her to have the money to live where she wants to live. I think the other question is really, you know, how long she can really live on her own. Is, is that an issue? I mean, in other words, I'm, I'm not saying that's a today thing, but, you know, we want her to remain independent as long as she can. But, you know, if she were to get sick, then she definitely would be qualified to get help moving into a facility. The question is, you know, whether you would feel okay with that. Yeah, I think there's going to come a time, it's just a matter of when, um, when she won't be able to live independently. And we've talked about it, and I think she'll be okay moving somewhere. All right. That's good. I'm just, all right. So I look at, I looked at this and I see here the maximum income to qualify for Medicaid in Washington state for a single person is $17,131. So she qualifies for Medicaid right now. Okay. And you should really start exploring this because I think this is going to be the, the best direction because otherwise you're going to spend all your money taking care of your kid, you're going to take care of your brother, take your grandmother, and guess what's going to happen to you? You're screwed for you. And we don't want that to happen, really. So um, I think that, um, I think that's really what we got to go for. And I think no investing or anything like that. No, 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 nothing like that when it comes to, you know, the the money. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, she had a friend telling her to invest and I was... No. I was saying, okay, (laughs) good. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. I don't think there's a lot of great options for you. In some ways it's easier because there are no, like I'm not giving you some magic solution. There's no magic solution. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a, I mean, is there a cheaper rent than $1,000 a month? I don't know. Especially not now. I I mean, I had a one bedroom apartment in the area she wants to live that was over a thousand. So it's probably not realistic to go cheaper. And if she needs care, it's going to be, you know, three or 4,000. In a weird way, once she needs care, it's almost easier because she will qualify. Boom. She goes in this in between period is what's harder. You know what I'm saying? Because at least the way I see it is that this is the period where she has some assets. She has the ability to live on her own. This is where it's actually, you're sort of a little bit in this donut hole. You're not in one place. You're not financially secure living on your own. And yet you don't need, uh, you know, the in-home care or long-term care in a facility, right? So I think, yeah, I think that this is kind of what we think. This is like the next best step. She needs some help. She needs a federal assistance. This is what safety nets are for. People who are in trouble. And she's not in trouble this second, but it is incredibly important that you don't take this on because this is bigger than you. I really don't think when people have these kinds of questions, you're not changing an 80-year-old's habits. I mean, it's one thing if you told me that she has dementia and she's, you know, spending $10,000. You know, you could, you could make, you could basically say, I'm taking over your finances. But, you know, she'd have to be like, okay. And that doesn't sound like it's happening. Yeah. And it's not a dementia related thing it's it's how she's always been so (sighs) i'm sorry well thank you for your help that i i wasn't thinking medicaid was an option until things were more dire so i guess that that does kind of change how i'm looking at it so i appreciate that and and i think definitely look into the snap program and definitely look into medicaid and see what 
what the options are. And if you have questions after you explore that, you let us know, okay? Okay, thank you so much. All right, what about you? Do I have to worry about you? What's going on in your life? Um, you do not have to worry about me. My husband and I are saving 20% for retirement, plus we have pensions. We have estate planning done. We have a 529 for our son. We have emergency savings, all the boxes. <laughs> so um, thankfully, from generation to generation, you have learned exactly. Yes. So congratulations <laughs> to you. All right. Listen, good luck. Let us know if there's anything else that comes up and let's find out what her options are. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Um, what a good kid, Mark. What a good grandchild. It's a lot to take on. If you've got a question about someone in your life that you're worried about, about a financial situation that's brewing, why don't you give us a holler? Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Our website is JillOnMoney.com. Hit the contact button. And, you know, think about this. Here is Charlotte with her husband doing all this great stuff. And she's taking care of her grandmother. And, you know, sometimes you have people in your life you may not realize they're grappling with these kinds of situations. So it's just another lesson, Mark, where you never know what someone's going through, right? And so do something nice for someone else today. You never you never know what that's going to do for somebody who might be in need. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.